Hello and welcome once again to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name is C.E. Sikinga and I teach English and Journalism at Grand Haven High School. And today my guest is Jason Klinger. Jason's a social studies teacher at the high school and he's also the advisor of the Model United Nations Club there. And we're going to talk a little bit about what they had over the weekend of December 14 and 15 when they hosted their first ever, I guess, first one you've hosted. That's right. Conference at the high school. So tell me a little bit about that. Who came? Well, it was a small start, but a really exciting uh, first conference for us. Uh, as you said, we'd never done anything like it. So we had Granville uh, show up, and they had just started a team this year, and we also had West Ottawa High School come down as well. And Spring Lake sent a couple kids over to round it out. Great. So before we talk about what happened specifically back in December, um, what happens at a Model United? First of all, I guess just describe for those who don't know, what is Model United Nations and what does it look like and what are the objectives? Sure. So a Model UN event involves simulating world issues from the perspective of different countries. So students role play as a particular country and then debate uh, global topics, whether it's a refugee crisis or uh, conflict between two countries or something like that, and try to come up with solutions that appeal to the widest range of people. And so at a Model UN conference, what we do is we bring that together and have several different debates going on simultaneously, and students are assigned to one topic or the other and one country or another, and then they debate those roles. And it can be current events, it can be historical events, or sometimes even future events. And so what sort of things were you debating uh, in the event you hosted? Sure. At our conference, we had three different debates going on. One was a debate about the treatment of the Rohingya minority group in Burma. And the second was the um, policies of the Soviet Union in the last days of Mikhail Gorbachev's rule. So that was a historical one that made them pull in some ideas like, what would I do if I was running the Soviet Union? Would I try to change things or would I try to keep the old system right. going? And then the third one was the Irish Civil War, or the Irish War of Independence um, against the British in 1919. Uh, and so we had one room of students uh, working as British politicians, one room as Irish, and they were working against each other, which is even more challenging. <laughs> that could get contentious. Yes. Uh, so what sort of things do the kids do? I mean, are they able to prep for those topics before the conference? Do they know the topics, or do they show up and go cold? With a conference like this, they definitely get the chance to rehearse in advance so they know who they're going to be representing, and they have a few weeks to research and prepare background information. But the catch is that we make it no technology on the day, so everything they did had to be done cold. They couldn't use any phones or computers to do research could at they, the event. Could they bring in notes and printed papers? They have their little dossiers? Or? Absolutely. The best prepared ones come in with a binder that's three or four inches thick and then work from there. But, you know, that really causes them to think more on their feet, we find, than just talk to a computer. Right. That's fantastic. Hey, you're listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name's C.E. Sickinga, and we're talking with Jason Klinger. Jason's the advisor of the Model United Nations group at Grand Haven High School. Um... So you guys meet once a week, yeah, right? Uh, what do those meetings look like? Mostly those meetings just look like miniature simulations. So we take um, 
a topic that we would spend a whole day on at a conference and just boil it down and summarize uh, to the key points so that we can practice the skills over and over again of how do you debate, how do you frame a question, uh, how do you use proper parliamentary procedure because we run on Robert's Rules of Order. And so it's basically just that, the whole thing crunched down into an hour. And that is a, a, a great skill to learn. Uh if you get involved in big organizations, being a parliamentarian is pretty important. Absolutely. And being able to deliver a tight, coherent speech, anyone can make a point if they have five minutes to make it. But if you tell a kid you've got 30 seconds, get out whatever you want to say in that time, then that really pushes them to think more clearly and make snappier statements. Yeah, that is fantastic. Um, so when they have the competitions, um, are there scores judging winning winners how does that work that completely depends on the conference because we're so new at hosting one of these things we didn't want to do anything competitive like that so we just gave mock awards you know that didn't really have any meaning but at the conferences we attend uh like the one we have coming up in ann arbor and another in chicago those are judged by the people who are running each committee room and so students compete for things like best delegate, and that's what we're going for. Okay, fantastic. And when are those Ann Arbor and Chicago conferences? Coming up faster than we'd like to think, I think. Uh, we've got one coming up in January. That's in Ann Arbor, and that's the 10th through the 13th, so right after we come back from uh, winter break. And then in Chicago, uh, the uh, 7th through the 10th of, of February. So Those are coming quickly, and what... Do we know the topics for those? Oh, there are um, about fifteen different topics for each one, and I couldn't. I would be very okay. hard pressed to n- list them at once. But so, how do students get assigned to those topics? Is it random? Do they get to pick what they want? They express a preference. So I tell them the countries that we're representing. So, for example, in Chicago, we're representing Italy and Peru. And so I give them a list and I say, these are all the different committees that will be there. This one is talking about piracy. This one is talking about refugees. This one is talking about health crisis. And just just tell me your preferences as to what you'd be interested in. And then I sort them based on skill, experience, interest, and ultimately what the needs of the team are. And how was it determined that you guys get Italy and Peru? They have some sort of a matrix that they come up with, and I don't ask questions. They just tell me, and I'm like, okay, thank you. You just take what you're given. Exactly. You are listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlights Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name's C.E. Sickinga. I teach journalism and English at Grand Haven High School, and today we're talking with Grand Haven High School history teacher Jason Klinger, who is also the advisor of the Model UN Club. Uh, so I know you've been really active in promoting this club. How many kids do you have in it this year? We have a slightly smaller group this year, about 30 to 35 that are active, serious, committed, and then more students who show up as they're able. So that's – but 30 is about our core competitive group. That's a pretty healthy group for an academic-focused club like this. It is. It's it's a very dynamic bunch of kids as well, so we're glad to have them all on board. They, they're they spread across all different grade levels, so they've got all different skills that they bring to it. What do you think draws those kids to the club? I think the debate is fun for a lot of them. They really like – these are kids who like to argue and <laughs> argue effectively. Um, but I think also some of them just have a passion for some of these issues. And looking at them, you can see that some of them are going to go on to work for nonprofits and governments making a difference in the world. And that's the most exciting part. That's fantastic. That kind of leads me to the next thing I wanted to ask you is 
yeah, some of these kids have an interest and some might go into things that, you know, maybe they're a banker or maybe they become a dentist uh, or, you know, a studio artist or whatever. What sort of things are kids going to take away from this Model UN experience regardless of what they're doing 10 or 15 years in the future? I think the biggest things that they get out of it, aside from the debate aspect, is just the skill of being able to better perceive the perspective of different people. Because they aren't arguing from their own personal viewpoint. They're arguing from the perspective of a country. So being able to empathize with that and develop that kind of global awareness, I think, is valuable no matter what field go you go into, because people will always have to deal with other people. Definitely, it's a different type of critical thinking than you do, you know, even in your advanced placement classes a lot of the time. And a lot more of the back and forth that comes from not only do you have to stake a claim like you would in an essay, for example, but then you have to repeatedly defend it against new and different perspectives that are brought up, and you have to adapt and compromise. And I think in the world we see a, a true deficiency in compromise right now, and I think that that's something that we work hard to teach, find a solution that gets everybody on board. That's great, and, and certainly a lot of thinking on your feet in that. Uh, so where would you like to see the club grow? If we were sitting here conversing again in another year or two or three years, what would you hope you could tell me about modeling United Nations at Grand Haven at that point? My long-term dreams are to take the kids to some of the conferences that go even further afield. So as I mentioned, we're going to Chicago, but there's also a conference in Washington, D.C., where the kids would get an opportunity to meet people from the State Department, and I think that would be an amazing experience. And there are conferences um, around the world that I'd love to take them to eventually if the opportunity arose. That that would be fantastic. Those are great opportunities for kids. Um, Thanks for doing that, and thanks for being with us on the show today, Jason. You're very welcome. Thank you for the time. You're welcome, and thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. Thanks for tuning in, and reminder, next week, Superintendent Andy Engel will be back with another guest. Have a great night.